Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. Hi, I'm A.J. Hogue, the author of Effortless English, Learn to Speak English Like a Native. Go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Join my VIP program. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Book Club today, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, continuing with our book. Chapter 6 today. Chapter 6 of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's a good chapter, very nice chapter. We're making progress. We're past halfway. We are live on Facebook. So, hello to everyone joining live right now. Rich dad, poor dad. Now, tomorrow I'm going to do an audio podcast, only audio tomorrow. So let me remind you of something important. Subscribe to the audio podcast. Subscribe to my audio podcast. Some people only watch on video. You're missing a lot of my shows because many of my shows only audio. Listening only, audio only. How do you join? How do you subscribe to my audio podcast? Get it automatically. It's free, of course. Easy. Number one, get a podcasting app. Get an app. Any app, any podcasting app will work. Any of the big ones. Apple users, just use iTunes. It's the easiest one. All Apple devices have iTunes. So iTunes, go to the iTunes store, look in podcasts, just do a search, Effortless English Podcast. You will see mine, you'll see my picture. (laughs) Click on it, you'll see a button, subscribe, subscribe to it. Great, then you will automatically get every one of my shows. If you're not an Apple user, well then just use any of the other apps that you can get on Google, Android, Windows, whatever. Tune in, I always recommend Tune in. I like that app. T U N E I N all together one word. Tune in. It's a free app. Free podcast app. So you get that app, you could get Stitcher, that's another one. There there are lots of them. Podcast Addict, uh, CastBox, doesn't matter. Just pick one. Pick one that you like. Podcasting app, open the app, and again, in the search area, search Effortless English Podcast. Effortless English Podcast, you will see my beautiful face. Effortless English Podcast with A.J. Hoke. And just click subscribe. After that, you will automatically get every new podcast from me. Every single one. So don't miss. Don't miss the audio podcast. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe using your favorite podcasting app. Hello, everyone. Luisa, thank you. Lots of nice comments. Everyone saying hello live here on Facebook today. Hello to everyone from all the different countries. 
listening today. Thanks. Lots of nice comments from everyone. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, Brazil, Fernanda. So let's start our book, shall we? Looks like we've got a lot of people have joined now. Let's begin. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We are now in chapter six. I remind myself, I believe we have nine chapters total. That's correct. So we are making progress now. We're past the halfway point. Moving on to chapter six. Chapter six. Uh, if you're watching on video, let me pull this up so you can see it. Chapter six, the title of chapter six, Work to Learn, Don't Work for Money. What? Don't work for money? Is he crazy? All right. I like this. I love this title. Work to learn. Work to learn, not for money. So another very interesting idea from Mr. Kiyosaki. He looks at work very differently than most people. So let's look at it. It begins, work to learn. Don't, do not work for money. Most people think that sounds crazy, but I agree with him. Again, as usual, I agree with him. He says, learning, learning meant everything to my rich dad, meaning it was super important to my rich dad. Learning was super important to my rich dad. Then he tells a story about visiting Singapore. So after he wrote this book, so we're, we're get, we have a, an updated version of this book, a new edition of the book. But when he first published this book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, of course, he did a tour, you know, a world tour to promote this book. And he did a lot of interviews. And he, talk, he tells a story at the beginning of chapter six, Robert Kiyosaki tells this story, how he was at a seminar in Singapore, Singapore. And a young female reporter interviewed me. So he's at a hotel in the lobby or something. And this uh, young reporter, this female reporter, is interviewing him about his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And she tells him, she tells him, I'm a writer also. I also write books. And she says, someday I would like to also be a best-selling author. I want to be a best-selling author like you, Mr. Kiyosaki. And Robert Kiyosaki says, well, you know, actually, you're, I like your writing. You know, you, you, she works for a magazine. She worked for a magazine. She was, she was a reporter working for a magazine. And then, and then she was also writing books. And she, she wanted to be a full-time writer. So she could quit her job, quit the job at the magazine and become a full-time writer. So she's kind of asking him for advice, right? And he says to her, well, I, I think your writing's quite good. I, I've looked at some of your articles. I've read some of your magazine articles. So you seem to be a good writer. So what's the problem? Why are you not achieving your dream? What's the problem? And this girl, this Singaporean girl, says, well, my, my work's not going anywhere. So it's kind of the, you know, just the, the job is just the same thing, interviewing people all the time. But she's not really advancing in her job. 
Just paying her bills. And then she asked him, do you have a suggestion? What can I do? How can I improve? How can I become a best-selling author? Best-selling writer with, for my books. Can, do you have some advice? And he says, yes, actually, I do have advice. I, I, I have advice that will help you. And he, here's the advice that he tells this girl. He says, I know there is a good school, a good class here in Singapore. It's a sales class. They teach you how to sell. It's a sales training course. It's really good here in Singapore. So I recommend you should attend this sales training course. Learn how to sell. So he looked at her and he says she, she kind of looks shocked. And she said, Are, you're saying I should learn how to sell? And she did not sound happy. And then she said, I have a master's degree in English literature. I have a master's degree in English. Why would I go to school to be a salesperson? Why would I do that? I already have a master's in English. I am a professional. I went to school to be a professional, to get my master's so that I would not have to sell. I don't, salespeople, they just care about money only. So Robert Kiyosaki looks at her notes and on her notepad, she wrote down at the top of the notes before the interview, she wrote down Robert Kiyosaki, best-selling author. So he says, look at your notes. And the girl's like, oh, yeah, what? What, what? Robert Kiyosaki, best-selling author. And then Robert Kiyosaki says, yes, yeah, look at it. What does it say? It says, best-selling, best-selling author, not best-writing author. He says, I'm a best-selling author. I'm not a best-writing author. And she, he says, I'm a terrible writer. I'm not a very good writer, Robert Kiyosaki says. I'm not a good writer, but I'm really good at selling. And he says, she got angry. She says, I'm a professional. This is not fair. I don't, this, that's not fair. And then she, she basically got upset and, and she left. Didn't, did not listen to his advice. She thought she was too good. She's too good. So that's the end of our story at the beginning of chapter six. Next, Kiyosaki talks about this and the problem with this girl and with a lot of educated people, because this girl was quite educated. She had a master's degree, but she could not achieve her dreams. Why? Because she thought she was too good, too good. She didn't want to learn how to sell. She thought her degree, her master's degree should be enough to guarantee her success in life. But it's not. And, he's, and then Robert Kiyosaki says, I have met a lot of very educated people who, who make less than $20,000 a year, which isn't, that's not much. And he says, they are one skill away from great wealth. So they have a lot of education, but they're missing 
one skill. They're missing one skill. That's why they don't make much money. That's why they are slaves to money because they're missing an important skill. He says, most people only need to learn and master one more skill or maybe two more skills and their income, their money would jump up a lot if they would just learn these skills. Next, he talks about another idea, again, that comes from schools. And uh, even in work, schools and work, that a, and an idea that a lot of people have. A lot of people have the idea that specialization is the best idea. You focus on one area, become you specialize in one area, and become really, really good at just this one thing. That's the key to make a lot of money. But he said his rich dad had the opposite idea. His rich dad taught him the opposite. Don't just specialize. Don't just get good at one thing. Instead, you should know a lot about many, many, many things. You should have wide knowledge, not just specialized. He says, you, he says for example, to make money, you need to understand accounting, but you don't need to specialize in accounting. You don't need to become a professional accountant. You don't need to know everything about accounting. You don't need to get a degree in accounting. No, you just need to learn good general knowledge about accounting. You need to understand what's important in accounting and what's not important for a business, for making money. That's all you need to know. So you need kind of a general wide knowledge of accounting. But to make money, you also need knowledge of other areas of business too. So you need to know a lot of different things. Don't just specialize in one thing. And he said, now his poor dad had the opposite idea. His poor dad thought you should specialize in just one thing and then get a job in that one career and stay in that one career, that one area, all of your life. And that was the key to success. But Rich Dad said that's wrong. And the problem with that is if you're too specialized, if the economy changes, if the company changes and you lose your job, now you can only do one thing. You're only good at this one thing. And if, if that goes away, you're in big trouble. Then in the next part of the chapter, Robert Kiyosaki talks about kind of his own story, his own working history, before he became successful with real estate. When he was young, he had several jobs. And the reason he took these jobs to learn certain skills. He knew that he needed certain skills. His rich dad was telling him, you need to learn certain business skills. And which skills? Number one, leadership. It's like, if you want to have a business, if you want to have employees, then you need the skill of leadership. So Kiyosaki uh, joined the Marines to learn to be an, an officer, to learn to be a leader, to lead people. Then he left the Marines and he needed to learn the skill of sales. He needed to learn how to sell. He realized this was a very, very important business skill. So he got a job at Xerox. Xerox is still a company. They make copiers. And he got a job as a salesperson selling copiers. 
He said his, his poor dad, his educated dad, really didn't like this. He didn't understand why are you getting a job as a salesperson? Why are you doing this? You should just get a job in one area and stay in this one area only. But Rich Dad told him, no, no, you're doing the right thing. Get different jobs to learn skills. Get a job to learn, not to make a lot of money. The important thing about a job is what skills can you learn from the job? And after you finish learning at that job, leave it and get a different job so you can learn other skills. And then when you have the important skills, then you can start your own business. So that was his strategy. And Robert Kiyosaki recommends that you should also follow this strategy. Because I recommend to young people to look at work for learning, not earning. So this is his kind of famous phrase. Work to learn, not to earn. Especially when you're young, get jobs so you can learn certain things. Focus on learning, learning important skills. Don't worry about the money so much. Don't focus on the money. Don't focus on earning a lot of money. Focus on learning from your jobs. Learning. Next, there's a really good comment here. The world is filled with talented poor people. The world is filled with talented poor people. It's not enough to be good at one thing. It's not enough. That will not give you financial freedom. So next he talks about, so what are the important skills? What skills do you need to be financially free? What are the most important skills? And he mentioned one already, leadership, especially if you plan to have employees, leadership. But the two he identifies as most important are sales and marketing. Sales and marketing. The ability to sell, to communicate with other human beings is super, super important. Communication skills, such as writing, speaking, and negotiating are crucial, meaning super important, to a life of success. So it's the communication skills, he says, are the most important. Sales, marketing, and then also writing, speaking, negotiating. These are all kinds of communication and persuasion. Communication and persuasion. These are the most important skills for making money, he says. The skills, then he says, they are difficult skills. The skills of selling and marketing are difficult for most people because they are afraid of rejection. They're afraid of people saying no. They're afraid of people not buying. They're afraid of failure. That's why selling and marketing are difficult skills for most people. So then he gives advice. To anybody, anybody who wants to be financially free, this is his advice. Spend one year learning to sell. Spend one full year learning how to sell. Sales skills. This is the most important thing you can do. The most important thing you can learn to be financially free. Learn how to sell. And that is the end of our chapter. 
Let's go back to the beginning and I'll give my comments. And then we'll come, then I'll go to your questions and comments, of course, as usual, those of you watching live. Back to the beginning. Work to learn, don't work for money. I 100% agree. 100% I agree. Now, I realized, actually, when I was young, I did this myself. I, I, I don't think I was thinking about this specifically, but I just naturally did this. I changed jobs constantly when I was young. For me, what the reason is I would get bored very quickly at, at jobs. So I would take a job that seemed interesting, and then I would work the job maybe one year. If I hated it, I would quit quickly. But even if I liked the job, I would usually quit after one or two years, two years at most, because I would get bored. And now I realize, I look back, I realize I got bored because I, I stopped learning. I learned everything I needed or everything I could learn at that job. So I got bored and then I changed jobs again. This little story he tells about the girl, the reporter, is fantastic. And you know what? It, it's so common. It is so, 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 so common. I see it so much. This is it's one of the tragedies of education, especially universities, colleges, where people, I mean, young people, basically, they're brainwashed. They're brainwashed. They're lied to. They're told that, hey, just get this degree, degree, master's or a PhD or bachelor's degree, doesn't matter. Get this degree and then, you know, then you will have success. This is all you need. You know, you just, you need a college degree. Parents say this, that everybody, all the school teachers tell them this. So they go to college. They do their four years or six years or eight years in college. They get out. And they suddenly discover, I don't really know how to make money. I don't actually have a lot of useful skills. And then they just struggle and struggle and struggle. And sometimes they're angry. Sometimes they're depressed. I see this with some young people in my own family, this happening to them. But, but they're so brainwashed by school, like this girl, this reporter in the story, they just will not listen. They will not understand that they need to learn other skills. Nobody really cares about that piece of paper. That paper does not guarantee financial freedom. The bachelor's degree, the master's, it doesn't. You actually have to have useful skills. The same skills Robert Kiyosaki is talking about in this chapter. I've had young people, like I said, friends or family, ask me advice. Very similar to the story that Robert Kiyosaki talks about, that tells. They say, oh, I want, I want to be a successful business person. I want to start my own business. I want to, whatever, be, like in this case, you know, be a success, uh, best-selling author. And then I give them advice, like Robert Kiyosaki. I usually say the same thing. You, need, you must learn to sell. Marketing and sales are the most important skills. And then they, uh, they, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear that. And they just ignore it. And then they continue as wage slaves. They continue being unhappy. And they continue failing. I don't know. Because they, were, they, they just cannot get out of their head that the grades, the A or the B or the C in these classes, it doesn't matter. They can't accept that those classes, what they learned in school is bullshit, BS, nonsense, 
not useful. They just can't accept it. They can't accept that they wasted all those years, that all those years they were not learning anything useful. And it's it's a tragedy, it's sad, but I ha I've seen it. I've seen this exact situation. I've had very similar conversations, just like Robert Kiyosaki with that girl. I, I don't understand it, but it's it's crazy. I also agree with Robert Kiyosaki about this. You want to know a little bit about a lot of things. This was also my strategy. Uh, or again, like for me, when I was young, I shouldn't say it's a strategy. I wasn't planning it. It just it was my personality, I'd, I'd say. But I, be, again, because I got so bored and be, I was also very curious. I always wanted to try new things. I always wanted to learn new things. So I naturally, I, I would read books about sales. I would read books about marketing. Even before I started a business, just because I was curious. I, I read books about being an entrepreneur. I read books about uh, voice training. I've read books about acting. I read books about websites and web design, just lots and lots and lots and lots, a huge variety of things. And we try to learn all these different skills. And I was also learning counseling and teaching and many, many things. So I agree with him. You do need a wide variety of skills. But the ones he identifies as most important, I 100% agree. Sales and marketing. And if you want a bigger business, you also need leadership. That's true. Now, I have a small business. I don't need leadership so much, or at least I, I don't need management, I should say. Leadership and management are, I think of as different skills. Leadership is more of the big level. So leadership is what I'm doing when I'm, often when I'm talking to you in podcasts, trying to inspire you, to motivate you. That's leadership. And I have studied very hard and practiced very hard to be good at that. Management is managing employees, you know, every day, day to day, making sure they're doing their jobs well, training them, that kind of stuff. That I don't do so much because I, I have a basically a one-person business. But if you want a bigger business, you must learn management. For sure, he's correct about that. He is right. But the big ones, the really, 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 really big skills, we're going to go right to the end. I'd say this is the central point of this chapter, sales and marketing, sales and marketing, sales and marketing. Another way to say this in one word, persuasion, persuasion, marketing, sales, they're kinds of persuasion. Now, I, this is important, by the way, for starting a business is super important. It's also just important even just to be good in your own career. I'll give you an example. Back before Effortless English, before I started Effortless English, when I was just teaching in schools, but I was trying new ideas. I was trying the storytelling method. I was trying TPR. I was trying to use new methods and see if they worked. The problem is when I would try these methods in the beginning, my students didn't like it. They didn't understand. They, hadn't, they didn't understand. Well, this is weird. Why are you just telling this story? This is strange. Why are you having us do these actions? And so they would resist. They, they, uh, they would have low energy, low motivation, and it, the lessons would fail. And I realized, I, I, I realized, number one, I said, I thought these methods are better. I think these are good methods. But the students, I, they're not motivated. So I realized I need to persuade them. I need to sell them. I need to sell my students on the new methods. I need to convince them, persuade them, sell them that they should try these methods. They should join my lessons with a lot of energy, with enthusiasm. 
And so I started practicing sales skills. Basically, I was selling them. I was selling my new methods, my new lessons to them. So in the beginning of my class, the first one or two classes, I focused just on selling them, just on persuading them, telling them why these methods were better, telling them how these methods would help them improve better, why they were better than just the textbooks. And I got better and better and better at these sales skills. As I did that, my students became more enthusiastic. They believed me. They joined me. My classes became very high energy. As a result, they got better results. I got better results. Big, big, big success for both of us. So I was still selling. I was not making extra money, but that was still selling. Sales skills, so, so important. For all of life in your career, in all different areas of your life, but especially if you want to make money and especially, especially, especially when you plan to be an investor or a business owner of some kind. All right, sales and marketing, you must learn these. I agree with him. I learned sales skills door to door for working for a nonprofit, not kind of like what he says, knocking on people's doors and having to sell them, convince them to donate money. It was a sales job. It was a hard, hard, hard job. Very difficult. <laughs> but I learned a lot. I learned a lot of important skills from that job. Okay, then. You know what time it is now. This is the time where we go to questions and comments live. One of the great things about doing the show live is that you, you can ask questions. All right, let's take a look. Ah, all right. Wynn says, sometimes I want to change my job to know more skills in different positions, but I'm scared that I cannot do well and I'll be unemployed. Well, overcome the fear. Overcome the fear. Just do it. Just do it. Don't quit your first job until you get the new job. Then there's nothing to fear. So just go get the new job. Then you quit the old one and then you join the new one. And yeah, don't be afraid of failing. If you fail, so what? Then you get another job. This fear of failure stops too many people. There's really not that much to be afraid of. Okay, good good point of Alexandre. In Brazil, we have a lot of specializations after graduation in sales, but we don't have a sales graduation in college. And that's good. I think in most countries too. That's correct. That's absolutely correct. Sales skills you will not learn them in college. You will not learn them in, in, a, in a normal university or school. Definitely not. Don't try. Don't, I don't know. Maybe there's some college with business where they have a sales class. I guarantee it's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. You do not want to learn sales from some professor. Okay? Absolutely not. You want to learn sales from someone who's good at selling. Someone who makes huge amounts of money selling. That's the person you want to teach you sales, okay? <laughs> Same thing with marketing. You do not learn marketing in school. You know, I have a cousin who got a business degree, decided he wanted to start his own business. He, his, 
his degree in school. He got a degree in marketing. He came out, he, he knows nothing. He doesn't know how to do marketing at all. He can't do it. He's not able to do it because you're not going to learn it in school, not that kind of school. You've got to learn it from people who are good at marketing, who are doing marketing, who have their own businesses, who have made successful marketing campaigns, who have made lots and lots and lots of money from marketing. Those are the people you learn marketing from, not from some university professor. You can learn it from their online courses, their videos and audios. There are many good books out there. There are good, some pretty good training programs you can do, but you have to be careful. You gotta look, and the key thing is make sure they know what they're doing. Make sure they can really sell or they can really market, meaning they make money, <laughs> okay? Uh, Sukar says, you're very right. We study a thing in college, then we discovered that life is another thing completely. Yes. And, you know, look, I had the same experience. My undergraduate degree, my bachelor's degree, is in journalism. Broadcast journalism. Basically what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Video broadcasting, okay? And radio. I, I, had a, I had a college degree in that. I got out, and I realized I knew nothing. I had no useful skills. None. I learned to do this, you know, to, I, I, I learned to train my voice to be better with audio, like radio. I learned how to, to be a better communicator with a camera. I learned it myself. I studied some people online. I read books about it. I practiced and practiced and practiced. My degree, my four-year degree from university was worthless. It taught me nothing useful about that topic. And the same with English teaching, you know, I, I, all the things that I learned for to create effortless English, I learned on my own outside of school. It's, it's such a tragedy. Alexandria with another uh, follow-up question here. Why is it not common to find sales, you know, like a sales degree in, in college. Well, I think it's because number one, college professors can't sell. They're not good at it. If they were good at selling, they wouldn't be working in a college uni or university. They'd be making tons of money <laughs> selling because good salespeople make lots and lots of money. They're paid very well because they create the income for the company. So they're paid well. The other reason is you don't need four years of college to learn sales. It's a waste of time and it's a huge waste of money. You need probably, I don't know, a, a few months of initial beginning training and then you need lots of experience out there doing the job, working, working. You learn it mostly by doing it and then you kind of get some training, sales training while you're doing it. So it's kind of on the job training is the best way to improve in sales. So just sitting in a classroom, lecturing, taking notes, that you can't learn to be a good salesperson that way. You're just not gonna, you won't get, it's a skill. It's a skill, like an athletic skill. It's something you do. Colleges, universities, schools are terrible at teaching skills. They teach you knowledge that you memorize. They don't teach you how to do things well. That's their big, big weakness. 
Okay. Of course, there are many other things we need to learn, many other fields, not only sales skills. True, not only sales skill, but sales is a big one. If we have to look at priorities in terms of money, sales, I would say persuasion is really the big skill because sales is a kind of persuasion. Marketing is a kind of persuasion. Good public speaking is a kind of persuasion. So that's sort of the master skill, persuasion. It, Persuasive communication. Very, very, very important. It's one of the big ones. For, now, for money, like I said, leadership and management, also important. If you're starting a business with people working under you, true, you also need that. And some kind of accounting skill, understanding money, understanding what we're learning in this book. The balance sheet, liabilities, assets, you need to know that too. So there are other things you need to learn. True. Hello, I love you and your new glasses. Oh, thank you. These are $1 glasses. <laughs> Paid a whole dollar for them. If we're selling in our schools, the police will arrest us. I'm guessing you mean selling products in your school. That's not what I mean. I was selling an idea. I was selling my teaching methods. Not for money. When I say selling in that story, I'm talking about just persuading. I mean, selling is just persuading. It doesn't even have to involve money. It, you just get, it means you get somebody to do what you want them to do. To try something. To accept something. That's sales. Now, in a normal sales job, you're getting them to pay for something, to buy something. Okay, there's a good follow-up question here. Could you recommend a book on selling and marketing? Many, many good ones. I like Zig Ziglar. He's, he's a good one to start with for sales. Zig Ziglar, older guy. And he's got some good books about sales. He was, he was a real salesperson who made money selling. That was his job. He was making money. He really understands the skills of selling. So Zig Ziglar is a very good one. Marketing, lots of good books out there about marketing. Seth Godin has some good books on marketing. Let's start there. I'll tell you too many things. Confuse you. Let's start with those two. When are you coming to the Dominican Republic? I don't know. We'll see. Okay, here's a comment about Rich Dad. This is the best book to get rich and wiser with money. Really, everyone should read it and in school. This is one of the great books to teach about money. I agree. They're not going to teach this in school, but I, I agree. We should teach, especially young people, should learn this. Learn these ideas, these basic ideas in Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It would help so many. Why don't they? Think about that. Why don't they teach you anything about money in school? It's such a big part of everyone's life, lives. Money. It doesn't matter if you like money or you hate money. You have to deal with money. So it's good to be skillful, to understand it. 
So why not? Why don't they teach this in school? Maybe they don't want you to know that. Max says, Max Estrada, a degree or a master's degree does not guarantee a free financial life. It certainly does not. Unfortunately, in schools, they, 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 they often give students the idea. You just need a degree. My mom, I just had a, a kind of a discussion with my mom about this. Her generation, that's what they were taught. She still believes this. And I was telling her, no, a college degree guarantees nothing. In, in the United States, in America, almost everybody working at Starbucks, just making coffee, has a college degree. Why? Do you need a college degree? Four years of classes just to learn how to make a cup of coffee? It's ridiculous. It's crazy. They're wasting so much money and so many years. And then they get out and they just get a job making coffee. It's insane. There's nothing wrong with making coffee, but if they worked for four years, maybe they'd be the manager of Starbucks instead of 22 years old and just at the bottom still. And if you want to do the coffee business, then just get a job and work the coffee business and don't waste all that time in school. Crazy. <laughs> and well, here's another point. It's kind of related to what we're talking about and English in the English field in countries they use where they use English as a second language some people receive a PhD certificate a PhD in English but they can't speak it they can't speak English but they have a PhD a doctorate degree right exactly so what what does that doctorate mean it means nothing really People, good morning from Sao Paulo. Hello, Brazil. Good morning from Rio. Got the Brazilians watching today. Hello. <laughs> Work to learn. Yes, I do a lot of jobs learning and reading books, but now I'm not successful. No more money. Well, whose fault is that? You need to put, you have to, you, you know, it's not enough just to learn. You have to do it. You have to get out there and do it. You have to take action. No action means nothing happens. Ah, here's a nice success story from NSR. Hi, AJ. I'm, oh, Na, I'm Nasser. Okay, my brother has a degree, but he did not get a job as an employee. So he put away his degree and he started his own business, opening a little shop, and now he's succeeding very well. <laughs> I hate, and I hate the school system. <laughs> and he says, I hate the school system. Good for him. Great. Congratulations to your brother. That's fantastic. I like hearing stories like that. Not the school part, but the success part is very nice. Exactly. You know, your degree, your, your degree guarantees nothing at all. Sometimes your degree 
some degrees, not all, but in some areas, a degree can be helpful just to you know get that first job. That's all it really does. Your degree basically helps you get that first job. Maybe, maybe, in some areas. Maybe something like engineering. Maybe something like medicine. Some other areas that college degree might help you just get an interview. That's all. It doesn't even get you the job. It will not even get you a job. Everybody else applying for the job also has the degree. So what does the degree do? It, it, it maybe gets you a job interview for your first job. That's all. That's all. After that, well, you have to be good in the job interview. What is that? That's sales skills right there. Job interviews are sales. That sales skill, 100%. That's what a job interview is. It is a sales presentation. You're presenting yourself. You're selling yourself. So already, immediately, even just getting your very first job after school, you have to be able to sell. You need good sales skills. To get a good job, to get the best job possible for you, you have to be good at job interviewing. That sales skill. Your little piece of paper is not going to help you with that. Now, after you get your first job, your degree is useless, meaningless, and doesn't matter. Nobody even cares anymore. Because after that, it's all about job experience. They're going to look at your job experience. They're going to look at your job performance. And of course, your ability to interview will always be important. That skill of job interviewing, which is just sales, that's all it is, will always be important. Your ability for marketing, that's what, when you're looking for a job and you're sending letters and resumes, CVs, some people say CVs, that's just marketing. All you're doing is marketing yourself, marketing and sales. So even if you don't start a business, even if you just have your career and you just work jobs, sales and marketing, super important. Much more important than that little piece of paper. Ah, and look at this. Good question. Lisian, I'm sorry, Lisiane? Maybe mispronouncing your name, I'm sorry. In my opinion, personal marketing, which is exactly what I just said, and persuasion are very important. Even if you work in a company, you have to know how to sell your skills. Well, I should have read your comment because you just, you, you said that very, very, very well. Better than me. Very short, very nicely summarized. She's exactly correct. We could call this personal marketing. I like that phrase she's using. Personal marketing, personal persuasion. That's what job searching is. Searching for a new job. You're, it's personal marketing, marketing yourself. It's personal selling, selling yourself. Even within a job, let's say you're in a job, you're on a team, you're in a team on some project. You have to have some persuasion ability sales ability, right? Maybe you have a good idea. Maybe you have a great idea for your company, for your team, for your project. But if you're bad at communication, your idea might be ignored. Other people will just ignore your idea. They'll listen to somebody else who's more persuasive, who's better at communicating. And you'll get ignored again and again and again in your career. Even if you're a genius, people will ignore you because your communication's bad. So your career will not improve very fast, very quickly. So uh, that's a great way to, a great name for that. Personal marketing, personal persuasion, personal sales. 
And she's exactly right. It's important even just in careers and jobs. Even if you only work jobs and you never, ever, ever start a business, then it's still important. Watching from Australia. Alicia, you're a genius. Oh, thank you. Ah. Oh, so here we have a real salesperson, Alexandre. I totally agree with you. So our third follow-up from Alexandre, lots of good comments, but now I understand why he's a salesperson. I work in sales for the paper industry. I can say that I've learned by myself. Yeah, exactly. And that if you talk to most salespeople, they, they learn it on the job. You know, it's so much of a skill. It's kind of like learning how to play soccer or any sport. Can you le really learn that by reading a book? Not really. You maybe get a few tips reading a book, but you, you have to get in there and try it, right? You got to kick the ball and you have to try these skills and practice them and get better. And then, yeah, maybe you can watch some videos. And of course, hopefully you get a coach who helps you and trains you. While, but you have to all the time be actually practicing the skills, doing them. Sales is so much like that. Marketing too. And this is why, you know, the, the most salespeople, they learn it on the job. There are a lot of great salespeople. I mean, great, top, 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 who never even go to college. They never even graduate from college. And they make a lot more money than people who get a doctorate, a PhD in business, <laughs> all right? Or an MBA, a master's in business. Oftentimes at a company, it's the salespeople who are, paid the most, or at least they're one of the best paid groups. Of course, the top executives usually get a lot of money, but after the top executives, it's the salespeople because it's performance, is performance. They are really performing. They're bringing the money into the company. They are so important. You know, I used to say and, and tell people all the time, if, if you never want to worry about unemployment, if you want real job security, learn how to sell. Learn how to sell. If you are good at sales, you can always, always, always find a job somewhere, somewhere, because it's a difficult skill and it's super important. And so many companies really, really need salespeople, good salespeople. So if you learn, when you learn to be good at sales, when you learn this skill and you're good at it, that's great job security. Even if, even if your company goes bankrupt, you, you can find another job somewhere if you're good at sales because it's a, it's a tough skill and not many people are good at it. So it's, it's a really good skill to learn. To, I agree with Robert Kiyosaki. To do it for a year. Now, I'm not that good, or at least I wasn't that good at face-to-face -face selling when I learned how to do it. Of course, this was many, many years ago. I told you I was knocking on doors and... It was a very stressful job. It was super difficult. I didn't know what I was doing. I started reading books and I did improve from doing it, but I, I never became great at it. Now I didn't, later when I started Effortless English, I had to learn even more. Probably now I could do fairly well. But it is such a powerful skill. It's just one of those skills that makes everything better in your life. You, you're better at job searching, you're better at making money. You're better at getting jobs anywhere. You have more job security. You have the potential to make more money. It's, it's, a, it's a good skill. It can, it can be a high pressure job, but 
it's a good thing to learn. Even if you don't want to do it all the time, it's good to you know work as a salesperson for one year where you're paid a percent of what you sell. Then the then it's real pressure. But that pressure will train you. Why isn't education in the whole world useful to learn these skills? Well, that's a good question. Many possible answers. One answer is that the teachers don't know these skills. I would guess that Alexandre, for example, is a better salesperson than almost any professor in a business school. They, they don't know those skills. They just don't know them. They don't do them. It's not something you can read from a book. See, what is, what is, think about it. How do schools teach? You sit down in a chair and you just take notes and you listen to someone talk, 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 and that's it. But there's never a point where you actually do them. So it's quite difficult to learn if you're just memorizing all the time. You're not actually practicing. You got to practice too. The other reason, I think maybe the bigger reason is that they don't care. Okay, so Hasina with an interesting comment similar to what I was talking about. My uncle graduated from business, business school, but he knows nothing about real business. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> so sad, isn't it? Sad and funny. I don't know. I must laugh, I guess, because it's, it's a tragedy and a comedy, we say. It's been two years, but he has no job all these years. He studied in college, but was just wasting his time. I tell him to start somewhere to learn, but he's afraid to fail. It's such a common story, Hasina's telling us. Such a common story. This is the, the big tragedy of people who think that all they need is go to school, get the paper, and then that's all. And then they get out and they discover, they realize, oh, this paper, I didn't learn anything useful. I didn't learn any useful skills. Now what do I do? Now, what smart people do after that is they start to learn the skills. What Hasina is recommending, saying, you know, start, some, start, a, start a business or get a job just to learn. Learn those skills. That's what smart people do, and that's what a lot of people do indeed. But there are some, I don't know if it's pride or laziness or I don't know what it is, but they just won't do that. They just... They, they just hold on to that paper and they just get upset and they, they like the girl in the story, right? In the Robert Kiyosaki, this chapter, the girl just got angry and left. She just would not accept what Robert told her. Robert, who ha has a huge best-selling book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad is one of the top best-selling books ever in business. Millions and millions of copies, still a bestseller, still all these years later. What has it been? 20 years later, still a huge bestseller. And this guy, Robert Kiyosaki, is giving her incredible advice. This incredibly successful writer is giving this young girl advice and she just gets upset and walks out. How stupid, how stupid. What a stupid girl. Why? Because she's too proud. Too proud. She thinks her little master's degree means something. I think also that is probably another reason. 
is pride. See, a lot of people use a degree, a college degree, as a way to feel better than other people. I have a master's degree. That means I'm smarter and better than other people who don't. There's a lot of that. And you'll, you'll see it especially with college professors, people who work in universities. I have a PhD. That means I'm so intelligent. I'm so much better than other people because I have my degree. Oh. And this pride, because of this pride, they refuse to admit that the degree does not mean much. They refuse to go and learn other skills because of that pride. Because then, it, then they're like everybody else. I think in this story about the girl, that was her problem. She doesn't want to be like everybody else and learn sales skills. Oh no, because sales skills, anybody can do that. You don't have to have a master's degree for sales. Right? So she's used, she was using her degree as a way to feel superior. But of course, Robert Kiyosaki is a multimillionaire, and we have no idea who she is <laughs> and never will. Ah, okay. So Nasser says, I finally got your podcast on CastBox, one of the apps that I mentioned. Good. Is it tough for our kids to learn these things early? No, I think it's great. Teach your children these kind of skills. Imagine the advantage they will have. Imagine a teenager before they leave high school who can already persuade, who already has some marketing skills, some sales skills, some accounting skills, who already has tried starting a little small business, maybe a little side business, who already has learned something about investing. What an advantage for them. Huge advantage. Good morning from Mexico. Hello indeed. Mexico, Yemen, Egypt, Germany, Iran. Do some live videos on Instagram. Oh, I'll think about that. Okay. Uh, how can I find Effortless Japanese? That's my wife's site. It's actually called Learn Real Japanese. LearnRealJapanese.com If you're interested in learning Japanese as a new beginner, LearnRealJapanese.com That's my wife's website. All right, I think we're almost done for today. Okay, well, here's a, here's a good last comment. I'm, in, I'm a digital marketing professional. Yes, me too. And in this career, content writing is so important. Yes, it is. Can you tell me, how can I improve my content writing with effective communication skills? Mm, indeed, how to do it. Writing is a little difficult. I think one of the first steps is to improve your speaking ability for persuasion, your speaking sales. See, sales, sales skill, it works in writing and it works in speaking. These, these two are a little bit different, but I think that good written sales starts with good spoken sales so i would say practice spoken 
sales skills first, selling with your voice. You know, read books and practice the skills as much as you can. Take sales training courses, things like that. And then you start to just take those same techniques, those same methods, those same skills, and you put them into writing. And that's the most effective sales writing. It's very conversational. See, one, one problem maybe you have, or certainly many people have, when they try to sell with writing, they, they write in a very, too formally, they're writing in kind of a formal way, like they learned in school. That's not effective for selling. The most effective way to sell with writing is to have a very conversational style. It should be very simple, direct, conversational. Very similar to the way you would sell if you were talking to them face to face. That's the most powerful. So it's... I think, and this is a mistake I think a lot of people make when they're trying to sell with writing. Okay, I think that's about all. All right, that's it. Good. Well, thank you for joining me for Chapter 6 of Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Of course, next weekend we'll do Chapter 7. Seven, eight, nine. We got three more chapters to go. Just three more, and then we will finish this book or Effortless English Book Club. Tomorrow, I will do an audio podcast, audio only. So, no video tomorrow, just audio. As I said, be sure subscribe to my audio podcast. Number one, get a podcasting app. Number two, search for and find the Effortless English Podcast on your app. And then number three, Step three, just subscribe. Subscribe to my Effortless English podcast on any popular podcasting app. And of course, train with me. Learn to speak English fluently, powerfully. Speak at an advanced level. Join my VIP program. I just finished the new VIP lessons for next month. Just recorded them today. They'll be available soon in just a couple of weeks. So join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. EffortlessEnglishClub.com. And to everyone who joined live, let me just say thank you again for joining me. And audio podcast tomorrow, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. <laughs>